The VPM Daily Newscast is sponsored by Kanawa Capital Management. Your financial life is unique, complex, and dynamic. Kanawa Capital Management's team of credentialed professionals has been helping its clients build wealth and confidence through personalized planning and informed investing since 1989. Learn more at cancap.com. That's K-A-N-C-A-P.com. You're listening to the VPM Daily Newscast, the recap of today's top stories in Central Virginia. From the VPM Newsroom in Richmond, I'm Benjamin Dolly. Governor Glenn Youngkin is sending the Virginia National Guard to the Texas-Mexico border. An executive directive will deploy 100 National Guard soldiers to the southern U.S. border for 30 days, according to a press release from the governor's office. Youngkin criticized conditions there and noted a lack of federal leadership on the issue. He also said fentanyl and other drugs coming over the border are hurting Virginians. Youngkin joins the governors of Florida and Iowa in sending troops to Texas. The move follows Texas Governor Greg Abbott on May 16th requesting military assistance. Richmond is evaluating four teams for the mixed-use city center project, which will include demolition of the Richmond Coliseum. Late last week, the city released information about proposals for the nine-acre space downtown. VPM News intern Sterling Barbette reports. Four developers have undergone interviews with the city, and negotiations with the finalists will follow according to Richmond BizSense. Most of the submitted offers include plans to improve pedestrian accessibility in the area surrounding the defunct Coliseum. Guidelines for the city center projects include a combination of hotels, office and retail spaces, mixed-income housing, and public green space. Richmond City Council approved the redevelopment plan in January 2022 to encourage activity downtown, expand the city's tax base, and revitalize the neighborhood. A finalist is expected to be selected this summer. Sterling Barbette, VPM News. The Colonial Williamsburg Foundation is donating almost 600 items to the Historic American Building Survey. The drawings detail more than 200 historical buildings from between 1750 and 1850, according to a press release from the foundation. The documents are in the process of being digitized and will be publicly available. The Building Survey, which is part of the Library of Congress, is the oldest federal program dedicated to preserving historical architecture. Virginia is home to Chesapeake Bay Marshes, the Great Dismal Swamp, and Blue Ridge Fens. After last week's Supreme Court ruling against the EPA, any wetland without a surface connection to navigable waters is no longer protected under the Federal Clean Water Act. Patrick Larson has more. Virginia has about one million acres of wetlands. Most boast biodiversity and the ability to soak up heavy rainfall. They can also filter out pollutants that would otherwise affect downstream water quality. Regardless of the court's decision, Virginia's state-level protections go beyond federal standards. That's according to Peggy Sanner of the Chesapeake Bay Foundation. Virginia's own jurisdiction over these areas is broad and essentially not limited. Other Bay states have more lenient rules than the Commonwealth. Sanner says that could be a challenge to meeting multi-state cleanup goals. Virginia signed on to a brief opposing the EPA in the Supreme Court case, but Governor Glenn Youngkin has frequently supported Bay cleanup efforts and fully funded statewide agricultural pollution control programs. Patrick Larson, VPM News. An environmental group is tracking the growing number of solar farms in Virginia. 
Catherine Hafner with partner station WHRO News has the details. The nonprofit Chesapeake Conservancy used satellite imagery to map where solar arrays have gone up throughout the Chesapeake Bay watershed. That specifically refers to solar panels mounted on the ground. Between 2017 and 2021, they found 958 new solar buildouts in the six states that touch the bay. Virginia has expanded the most rapidly in that time, with more than 6,000 acres of new solar development. So far, the panels are mostly going up on agricultural land. Officials with the Conservancy say they hope local solar development continues to avoid building on wetlands and forests. That was Catherine Hafner with partner station WHRO News. A Hanover man pleaded guilty to involuntary manslaughter earlier this week in connection with a fatal crash that killed a Henrico police officer. Trey Sutton, 24, had graduated from the police academy a month prior to the March 2022 crash at the intersection of Wilkinson Road and Chamberlain Avenue. Jeffrey Lankford, the driver who was 18 at the time of the crash, was sentenced to two years in prison. 22 months of the term were suspended. Langford will serve two months of house arrest, complete 200 hours of community service, and his driver's license will be suspended for a year. This has been the VPM Daily Newscast. Some of these stories may have changed since the newscast was recorded. You can stay connected to what matters by heading to vpm.org slash news or follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at MyVPM. VPM. Hi, it's Terry Gross, the host of Fresh Air. We bring you in-depth, long-form interviews with actors, directors, musicians, authors, journalists, and more. Listen to our Peabody Award-winning Fresh Air podcast from WHYY and NPR.